Uh, you're listening to Talk Crooked, the social justice and comedy podcast where two friends laugh, cry, and rage about an unspeakable subject. While enjoying adult beverages, my name is Kay. I'm Carrie. And, and I'm sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of late where we are. Um, it is a bit late. But Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. Um, All the things. Yes, I'm enjoying a glass of red wine because um, red is the American Tis the color season. of Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tis the season. Yes, I'm so excited uh, to get into today's Christmas special. This is our second ever Christmas special. Yay! Uh, and during our Christmas specials, I like to, like, go through and talk about different types of holidays around this time. So, mm-hmm. last year, of course, we did Yule because we're kind of witchy. And this year, what are we doing? This year, we're doing Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Okay, so Happy I have... Happy Hanukkah. I have a really fun story about um, Hanukkah. <laughs> um, I, I'm, okay. I'm obviously not Jewish. Um <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, but when I was growing up, uh, of course, y'all know I was raised Christian, and I I told my mom this last night. I don't know where the fuck I got this idea. I don't think anyone even told me this. I just believed this for a really long time, but I believed that um, once you were like, quote unquote, a born again Christian, that made you a Jewish person. What? I don't know why. I I really don't know why. I it that was doesn't like make any sense. <laughs> no, but like also like it was drilled into our heads that um the Jewish people were God's favored people and yeah. once you became saved, you were no longer a gentile. So I thought that meant you were oh. a Jew. Oh. And no one told me any differently. <laughs> I um, never knew that that meant you weren't a Gentile. <laughs> I don't think that was correct. I, I think, don't that's, think that's true. <laughs> I think I think that's the Southern Baptist. Yeah, you're no longer like of the Gentile. I don't know. It was weird, right? And and Jesus <laughs> drank grape juice. And, yeah. Ugh, but and all, no one can dance. <laughs> but I think I figured it out kind of when I was in like fourth grade I went to this Christian school it was like a church of Christ Christian school and for some reason there was a Jewish child in our class like a practicing Jewish child in our church of Christ Christian school um interesting yeah didn't understand that at all but I was like I mean I guess you do you I mean I guess because it was a good school but it wasn't um, oh, it wasn't? Okay, no. never mind. I don't have an answer then. <laughs> but um, he, his dad came in to teach us about Hanukkah one year. Cool. And so that's my fun little story about Hanukkah and Jewish. I want to <laughs> marry it? a Jewish person um, <laughs> because of that. Really? that. That was like so imprinted on my psyche just from that. Like I want to marry a Jewish person. Like okay, John Mulaney. You, do you. <laughs> cool. Uh, don't think you're going to find many in Kentucky. No. But that's why I have to move. Sure. I think they're mostly... There, there's a large Jewish population in New York. 
<laughs> I babysat for a Jewish family for a really long time. I went to high school with a very devout Jewish girl, like to the point, you know, that they have their own dates too. And she would date her papers with the Jewish dates. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I always thought that was odd, <laughs> but cause I was like, how, how's the teacher going to know what you're talking about? And I just didn't understand why they had different, different years, but I guess because they like, don't believe Jesus was, was the, was the yeah. Messiah. So I guess they don't count the after death years. <laughs> I don't I don't really know. I truly don't. I'm totally pulling this out of my butt. So if I offended somebody, I'm really sorry. But I just always thought that that was odd. That was like my only brush with Jewish culture yeah. ever. <laughs> um, and she was like really aggressive about it, too. Oh, so she was. Yeah. Like she was just like super rude and really touchy on the subject. Ooh. And so that's kind of like my only my that was my only experience until I started watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And then I learned a lot more about Jewish culture. <laughs> See, the Jewish people um, that I babysat for, none of them were, like, practicing Jews. They were mm. Catholics. So, oh. um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, I love Jewish food. I've never had um, it. I want to try fan, it. I'm a big fan of latkes um, and uh, brisket and... Um, Trying to think what else. I haven't tried matzo ball soup, but it looks incredible. Oh, it's really good. It's really hard to make, though. I, I've tried yeah, making it so many times, and I fail every time. You have to have really specific ingredients. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do know that. I got, like, the matzo ball soup mix that, like, the Jewish people I babysat for buy. Like, and yeah. I just, I couldn't do it. My matzo didn't work. I bet now oh, that weird. I'm older, I could probably do it. But, probably yeah probably have a little more know-how now yeah but it's so cool because everyone has it i don't know every family kind of has their own blend of how they do things and mm-hmm. it's all really specific and then you can't tamper with it because they're all super traditional and it's just it's really interesting and very cool yeah and they're um in general of course not all jewish families are this way but in general jewish families tend to be very very close and which i can respect and um i don't know it's just really be- it's a really beautiful religion and a really beautiful culture and it's just steeped again steeped in tradition and mm-hmm. constantly about questioning things but also keeping it the same and <laughs> <laughs> which makes for frustrated people but i don't know it's they they seem to really empower their women yeah. in a way that christian families just tend to not and uh i love that and I, I love food. I love cultures centered around food. So <laughs> I love a good pastrami deli sandwich. Mm. You know, it's just, ugh, yum. But yeah, so. actually right now is Hanukkah uh, until December yes. 18th. So happy Hanukkah to all who celebrate. Um, Yay! Yeah. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. So, um... I thought I would dive into just the basic history of the holiday. We're going to keep it a little bit brief um, Mm -hmm. because obviously we are not experts. We don't practice this religion. So no, I don't, I didn't want to deviate at all um, (laughs) (laughs) because I don't know anything. So this was really fun because we got to learn. Yeah. Um, All right. So let's go ahead and dive in. Okay. Go ahead. 
Okay, so I just pulled this straight out of history.com. So Mm -hmm. um, we're going to talk about, like, the origins of the holiday and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. um, the eight-day Jewish Jewish celebration, celebration, because Mm -hmm. wine is happening to my lips, um, known as Hanukkah or Hanukkah with a C. I'm not really sure what the difference is. Shanukkah, I think. Is it Shanukkah? I think. I, I don't know. D- don't ask me. I don't know I how to it was pronounce just a, words. I thought it was just a silent C. <laughs> I, I don't know. Commemorates the, re- the the rededication during the 2nd century BC of the Second Temple in Jerusalem, where, according to legend, Jews had risen up against their Greek Syrian oppressors in the, Ma- in the Maccabean Revolt. I had never heard of any of this, even in history class. I hadn't either. That's we don't, fascinating. Well, we don't learn Middle Eastern history. No. so. Um, not surprising. So Hanukkah, which, uh, which means dedication in Hebrew, didn't know that either. Super cool. Uh, begins on the 25th of Kislev on the, his, on the Hebrew calendar and usually falls in November or December, often called the Festival of Lights. The holiday is celebrated with the lighting of the menorah, traditional foods, games, and gifts. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm there. Okay. Sorry. You're okay. I was just pausing. <laughs> our um our phones have been acting up. Interesting. So yes. I've been <laughs> if there's ever a pause, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> She's still there. Are you gone? Did I get hung up on again? <laughs> All right. So the events that inspired Hanukkah the Hanukkah holiday took place during a particularly turbulent phase of Jewish history. Um, it was around two hundred BC in Judea, also known as the land of Israel. And it came under the control of Antiochus III, the Sel... Okay, I'm going to butcher all of these crazy words and names. Oh, uh, and me sorry. too. Uh, we're very sorry. We mean this. We wanted to dedicate I mean this, this to... in earnest. Yeah. And <laughs> all of my intentions are good. I promise. I'm just so sorry. We're trying not to be offensive or anything. We just wanted to learn and share what we found. If I mispronounce it, I'm not making fun of it. So the list... <sighs> The Seleucid, sure, king of Syria, who allowed the Jews to live there, who lived there to continue practicing uh, their religion. His son, Antiochus IV, Epiphanes, I think his name is Epiphanes, um, proved less benevolent. So um, ancient sources recount that he outlawed the Jewish religion and ordered the Jews to worship Greek gods. Which is fuck. Which up. is rude as fuck. Yes, so rude. Um, so in in uh, 168 BC, his soldiers descended upon Jerusalem, massacring thousands of people and desecrating the city's holy second temple by erecting an altar to Zeus and sacrificing pigs within its walls. That's which fucked. is also fucked. So, I mean, you know, there's no better way to get people to follow your religion than just killing all of them. None. No better. Uh, we all know that. Um, so, uh, so apparently, oh, this was like a little fast fact right in the middle. It says, um, did you know the story of Hanukkah does not appear in the Torah because the events that inspired the holiday occurred after it was written? Wow. Which is interesting. Um, it, is ho- it is, however, mentioned in the New Testament in which Jesus attends a, quote, fe- feast of dedication. Oh, so I didn't cool. know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. It's super cool. So, um, led by the Jewish priest Matthias, I think it's Matthias, um, 
and his five sons, a large-scale rebellion broke out against Antiochus and the Se- There's that fucking word again. Mm-hmm. This this Seleucid Seleucid monarchy. Mar- uh, when met, Ma- th- it looks like Matthias, but with extra word, extra letters. Huh. Matthias. I think it's Matthias. When Matthias died in 166 BC, his son Judah, known as Judah Maccabee, quote unquote, the hammer, which is badass. That's awesome. He t- took the helm with, and within two years, the Jews had successfully driven the Syrians out of Jerusalem, relying largely on guerrilla warfare tactics. I mean, that's how you get shit done. We all yeah. know that in rebellions. Sneak around and kill people. That's how you do it. Yeah. Especially if you're the underdog. So, Judah called on his followers to cleanse the second temple, rebuild its altar, and light its menorah, the gold candelabrum, whose seven branches represented knowledge and creation and were meant to be kept burning every night. Aww. And so here we get into the Hanukkah miracle. So, according to the Talmud, it's either Talmud Talmud. or Talmud. Talmud, is that right? Okay. One of Judah... One of Judaism's most central texts, Judah Maccabee and the other Jews who took part in the rededication of the Second Temple witnessed what they believed to be a miracle. Even though there was only enough untainted olive oil to keep the menorah's candles burning for a single day, the flames continued flickering for eight nights, leaving them time to to find a fresh supply. This Aww. wondrous event inspired the Jewish the Jewish sages to proclaim a yearly eight-day festival. Uh, the first book of the Mac- the first book of the Maccabees tells another version of the story, describing an eight day celebration that followed the rededication, but making no reference to the miracle of the oil. So, I thought that it was the cel- I thought that that was the point of Hanukkah was the celebration of the miracle. Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> I guess not everyone believes that. Um, <laughs> and who are who are we to say? Yeah, we don't we, know. We, we're not. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> we are not to say. I don't have anything so, um, to add to that conversation. <laughs> no, I don't. And I can't. Yeah. So, um... Uh, I was so in a meeting today, and they no, were go talking... Ahead, sorry. Sorry. They were talking about diversity, and, like, they were asking for opinions, and I was like, I mean, I'm white. I don't have anything else to add to this conversation other than oh, what dude, I've I given know. you. That's, that's <laughs> what they do on, um, like, co- that's what they were doing on college ap- applications and stuff. Like, the one for UK specifically mm-hmm. had a whole essay that you had to write on how you could contribute to diversity, and I was like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm gay, but, like, that's not... That's not the kind of diversity they're wanting. No, they're, so, of course, talking about racial diversity yeah. and cultural diversity. And I was like, I am a white, at the time, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, Baptist female from Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing. Yeah. Nothing interesting about me at all. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about the miracle. So according to the Talmud... One of Judaism's most central texts, Judah Maccabee and the other Jews who took part in the rededication of the Second Temple. Oh, wow. That's the same thing as what just what I just read. <laughs> right? I just yeah. read this. What am I doing? I just lost my place. I'm so sorry. So, okay. This is where we are. <laughs> you other should be interpretations. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> other interpretations of the Hanukkah story. So, some modern, histori- some modern historians 
offer a radically different interpretation of the Hanukkah tale. Um, in their view, Jerusalem under Antiochus IV had erupted into civil war between two camps of Jews. So that's like really different. Um, those who assimilated into the dominant culture that surrounded them, adopting Greek and Syrian customs, and those who were determined to impose Jewish laws and traditions even by force. So this is crazy. Um, the traditionalists won out in the end with ha oh goodness <laughs> Hasmonean with the Hasmonean dynasty led by Judah Maccabee's brother and his descendants wrestling control of the land of Israel from the Seleucids Seleucids and maintaining an an, an independent Jewish kingdom for more than a century. Wow. Yeah. Um, Jewish scholars. Jewish scholars. This is so hard. Jewish scholars have also suggested that the first Hanukkah may have been a belated celebration of Sukkot. S-U-K-K-O-T? I don't Sukkot? know what that is. I don't either. Which the Jews had not had the chance to observe during the Maccabean re uh, revolt. Um, one of the Jewish one of the Jewish religion's most important holidays, um, Sukkot, consists of seven days of feasting, prayer, and festivities. So that sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm always down for feasting. <laughs> uh, most Jewish traditions involve fasting, which I yeah, don't care I thought, for. Yeah, I thought that that was more their style. And then... Yeah. As far as I know, which is not much, there's a lot of fasting and a lot of feeling terrible and guilty about things. Yeah. And then you eat a whole bunch of stuff and <laughs> have a party. And then well, it's fine. They have, like, I know that Rum Kapoor is a thing. I think that's the Jewish New Year. And you, you fast for three days beforehand, and then you break fast all together as a family. That's cool. On, on Yom Kippur. And it's all about, like, remembering. I think it's remembering your sins, atoning for your sins by fasting. Mm -hmm. I think that's right. I am probably totally wrong. Again, this is what I have gleaned from the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> oh goodness! I have a I have a really weird question. It's probably weird because I I mean I literally growing up in the Baptist church is like growing up in a cult, uh, but not exactly. Um, but did you? Sometimes it feels that way. Yes. Well, um. Did you like? Did you grow up with the idea that like? Um, it's America's job to protect Israel because that's the that's God's chosen land, and that's why it's so important for us to always like be in peace talks with Israel. And, yes. Okay. Okay. I'm not the only one. Okay. <laughs> yes. It was super weird. Yeah. Like now that I think about it, now that I think about it, it is really weird. Like I always had this really weird protective feeling of israel and i'm like why like well, i mean that's kind of, cool there's but... a belief that when israel completely falls that's when the world will end that as well yeah mm -hmm. now so that i remember it's like the super it's like the superstition uh that british people have about the ravens at the tower that when the ravens leave the tower england will fall and so they have ravens there with their wings clipped oh huh yeah Interesting, Today I isn't learned. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally off topic, but... Okay. It, well, kind of not, but... 
Fair enough. So I feel like you're going to go into this a little bit, but I do have a brief overview. So um, that doesn't really have a ton of information, but uh, information. So um, I don't want to step on your toes too much, but I just wanted to throw this in real quick. So um, Hanukkah decorations and traditions. Um, so this I do the Hanukkah go into celib- that a lot. Yeah, so. <laughs> I, I, I figured. So I'm I'm not going to go into it too much. It's just, it's literally like a few sentences, but. Okay. Um, Kay's going to go into this in depth, but um, I'm going to get your uh, your salivary glands going here because it all sounds incredible and I want to eat all of it. So, um, <laughs> the Hanukkah celebration re- revolves around the kindling of a nine-branched menorah known as the Hebrew Hanukkah. Um, on each of the... <laughs> On each of the holiday's eight nights, another candle is added to the menorah after sundown. The ninth candle, called the shamash, or the helper, is used to light the others, which is really cool. Uh, Jews typically recite blessings during this ritual and display the menorah prominently in a window um, as a reminder to others of the, of the miracle that inspired the holiday. Kind of like how we put our Christmas trees in our windows so that everyone can see our Christmas trees. Yeah. Um. I have a beautiful big window in my new house, and I can't wait to fill it with a big old Christmas tree next year. I'm so <laughs> excited. Um, in another allusion to the Hanukkah miracle, traditional Hanukkah foods are fried in oil. So that means fried food, bitches. Yes, uh, Potato pancakes. Food. Oh, my God. I love it. Uh, potato pancakes known as latkes and jam-filled donuts, of course, mm-hmm. uh, which are called, I'm going to butcher this word, so I don't know Yiddish, and I'm so sorry. Uh, yacht maybe, um, are particularly popular in many Jewish households. Um, other Hanukkah customs include playing with a four-sided spinning tops called dreidels and exchanging gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, in recent decades, particularly in North America, Hanukkah has exploded into a major commercial phenomenon, largely because it falls near or overlaps with Christmas. Um, from a religious perspective, however, it remains a relatively minor holiday that places no restrictions on working, attending school, or other activities. Which is interesting. Yeah. But at least it's become more of a thing because I'm sure, you know, because white people suck. Like, I'm yeah. sure it would be completely overlooked if it didn't fall during or the around Christmas. Time. And because yeah. it's also, it's a, it's a gift exchange holiday, it feels like it's the Jewish Christmas, but it's very different. Yeah. Um. And it's easy to, to think that that's what it is, but that's why we wanted to do an episode like this so that people would know. And yeah. yeah, I just find it all really interesting. It's very, I love learning about other cultures and different traditions and stuff. I do too. Well, great I job. I had another thing and I forgot what it was. It came to me and now it's gone. In a dream. No, it was just <laughs> now while I was reading it and I don't remember what it was. I'm sure it was something to do with food. I'm hungry. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, you ready to take a short yeah. break? Yes, let's take a very quick break. Whenever it's late, really late like this and we drink, I always want ramen noodles and scrambled eggs. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> because or I'm trash. Cheese. Yes. Or the most massive ch- uh, chicken salad sandwich. <laughs> yep. Or a giant, um, <laughs> a giant peanut butter sandwich that's more peanut butter than sandwich. More peanut butter than bread? Yes, <laughs> that would be from you, too. Yep. You make. You want me to make you a peanut butter sandwich? Sure. <laughs> Have a jar of peanut butter on two slices of bread. <laughs> <laughs> All 
If you can't tell, we go through a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> we go through a lot of peanut butter, too, but in a reasonable amount of... <laughs> in a reasonable way. Yeah, I just... Just because I eat a lot of peanut butter sandwiches, not because I <laughs> make one sandwich with half a jar. I just have gotten to the point where I eat straight out of the jar. That Yeah, Josh does that, too. Love it. Okay, so, anyway, <laughs> peanut butter is not what we're talking about. We are talking about no, Hanukkah. So, um, yes. I'm a writer. Dreidel, 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 I made you out of clay. And that's all I know of the song. <laughs> I, I don't know the song, so that's, that's fun. We, we, we sang it in choir one time. Aw. <laughs> and it's been a really long time. <laughs> That's an odd choice for a secular school. Well, I mean, we were singing... Woo, I just yawned. Uh, well, we were singing other Christmas carols and stuff. Oh, okay. And they're all religious, so... Ah, this was okay. before people were really uptight about religious things in school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's fair. Um, yeah. That's part of why I was sent to private schools. Well, we also... Uh, you know, if you're gonna, because it was a secular school, if you're gonna do one religious song, you got to do them all, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or both of the seasonal holidays, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, um, as a writer that is currently working on a project where we have a Jewish character, um, I've done like a lot of research on like how to write Hanukkah, how to celebrate Hanukkah with Jewish characters. Um, And I came across... Yeah, I came across this post on Tumblr because I get, like, a lot of writing references from there, too. Um, And it was like, oh, December 1st, time to not draw Jewish characters and Christmas stuff. And um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, this was technically, like, for people who do, like, fan art and stuff, but... Mm -hmm. um, These are some good things, and I thought these were just kind of fun, so I'm going to share them. Uh, So this person said, that would be a great step, but it's also still very much inspired by Christmas, because the whole Chanukah sweater thing is just catering to Christmas norms. Um, I mean, that's true. Yeah. Want some ideas for how to draw or write Jewish characters doing something warm, fuzzy, cute, and holiday-themed without anything Christmassy? And then they go into bullet points. Characters playing dreidel. Laughing, pointing fingers, menorah in the background, donuts on the table, music playing, coins clinking on the table, everyone staring in concentration as the dreidel spins, someone is attempting sabotage, (laughs) 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 pausing for latkes, shaking the table to get it to fall on someone else's turn. Um, Oh, that's hilarious. Of course. Right. All the traditional cheating that occurs (laughs) at a card game with my husband's family. (laughs) Complete with ridiculous shit talking too oh i love it my father-in-law is the biggest cheater my People mother straight up just look at your cards uh, my mother even if you have them hidden <laughs> my mother and i can't play apples to apples together because we will start screaming at each other <laughs> oh that's hilarious <laughs> yeah i would love to see that Oh, we've made people very uncomfortable. <laughs> Jan and Michael are playing their own game. <laughs> How uncomfortable can we make our guests? And they're both winning. So. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what was happening. And- How uncomfortable can we make our guests? 
I just want to eat, <laughs> which I realize is a lot to ask at a dinner at party. At a dinner party. <laughs> I love it when Jan. Sorry, this is so inappropriate, but I love it when Jan is like, um. She's like, oh, you know, everything's ready except for the whatever that just has to braise for three hours. And Pam is like, like three hours from now or like three hours from way earlier. (laughs) Let's get started on the house tour. You know, Pam, in Rome, sometimes they don't even start eating until midnight. (laughs) It's like, you know, that's not true. No. Um, (laughs) And you're not in Rome, so don't do as the also, Romans you're do. In Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> um so the next bullet point is eating chocolate coins called gelt. Um and this is also for like drawing pictures, but I this is fun. Um they're melting too fast and getting all over their hands or mouths. Uh, milk chocolate versus dark chocolate. Trading coins of different types and sizes. If it's ship art, which means like two people in a relationship or however many people in a relationship and you're drawing mm-hmm. that, uh, then one can be teasing the other about it, kissing the chocolate at the edge of the other's mouth, um, making or eating latkes. chocolate Santa today. <laughs> nice. It was delicious. Yum. Um, I had a Hershey's chocolate Santa. Oh, mm. I love those. I love the Reese's chocolate Santas. Mm-hmm. I have a marshmallow chocolate Santa next. Ooh, he's nice. king size and he's all mine. <laughs> I miss doing like um, advent calendars that have Me the chocolates too. inside them. I think I'm going to get like a Reese's one next year just because I can. Um, yes. Merry and bright. <laughs> I love like the Reese's <laughs> jingle bells that they put out every year. Those are mm-hmm. my favorite fucking Reese's type ever. I'm going to get they some. They have some kind of crazy weird white chocolate Reese's. Yeah, that makes no sense. They're not good. No, it, they wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's too much sweetness. <laughs> uh, so okay, th- keep going. We're talking about Christmas stuff while we're doing Hanukkah. That's super rude. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> we're the worst. It's also our Christmas special, so. It is. It is. We're mixing it. Sorry. Um, I mean, Monica and Ross always had a Christmas tree for some reason. In their apartment on Friends. Was so one of them Jewish? They're, Monica and Ross are Jewish, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Literally had no idea. But also haven't watched it <laughs> as many times as you did. He dresses up as the holiday armadillo to teach Ben about Hanukkah. You don't remember that? Hey, Ben, I'm the holiday armadillo. I, re- well, I remember that, Santa's, but I didn't know why. Santa's part Jewish friend. <laughs> I'm Santa's representative for all the southern states and Mexico. <laughs> Today I learned. <laughs> yeah. Good things and to know. And then they go light the menorah together, and it's really cute. And for some reason, he's an armadillo, and <laughs> it's because it's the only co- the only costume they had left. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Okay. And then Chandler comes and dressed as Santa and ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so the next one is making or eating latkes. So that's standing over a hot stove together, sizzling oil, hugs from behind while one character makes them, fighting over the spatula for who gets to flip them, flipping one too high, biting into a latke together, peeling potatoes, juggling potatoes. Um, the next I one. Mm, I've never had them. I want to try them. They're like potato pancakes. Yeah, I bet but, it, but not pancakes. It's like yeah. mashed potatoes made into a pancake with like other stuff in them. Yum! And then they're like fried like a pancake, and they're so good. Yeah. Uh, so then lighting the menorah. So holding the shamash together while lighting it, hugs from behind while looking at the menorah, saying the brakat aloud, uh, singing Maltor, Malzor maybe, um playing instruments just sitting next to the candles and watching them burn silhouettes in front of the menorah holding hands um then opening presents which would be standing next to the menorah or sitting on the floor in front of it laughing ripping paper excitement uh things flying in the air can be emotional emotional meaningful gifts or funny humorous ones i feel like everyone gets socks i've heard that people get socks a lot for hanukkah i've heard that too that's also like a solid Christmas gift. Yes. I literally asked for socks for Christmas. I always get so excited when I get fluffy socks. There are some really nice like, aloe. Like slipper socks. Yeah. You know? There are some really nice aloe infused socks at Walmart right now that are like $3, but and they're Christmassy. And I love getting those every year. I really need to go get mm-hmm. a pair. Um... But yeah, that was just something fun. Like if you're a writer or artist and you want to do some Hanukkah art that's stuff to think about when you're doing it um cool so then i went to reformjudaism.org to get like the official customs and rituals Mm -hmm. um and let's see here i'm i'm trying not to like step on your toes and like what you said already so i'm editing as i go along um Mm. So Hanukkah, a joyous celebration of family, freedom, and light, um, lasts for eight days, and it's celebrated at what is the coldest, darkest time of the year for many people. So they celebrate by bringing light and warmth into their homes and into their communities and into the world around them. I love it. Yeah. Um, In the Talmud, the rabbis taught that the uh, mitzvah of Hanukkah, the commandment at the heart of the observance of the holiday, is a candle for each man in his household. So the modern reform understanding is that this text refers to everyone, not just men. Um, mm, right, of course. So blessings are recited when lighting the candles. Um, and some families, members of the household... Does it, say, like, what, does it say what the blessings are? They have like a whole page of the blessings... And, like, it goes through each of them. Yeah. And, like, it tells you how to do each of them and everything that you say. And I can't pronounce half of it. So, and I don't want to, like, offend people. So, I'm not going to. (laughs) Because we we don't know Yiddish. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Um, So, let's see. Menorah, you've already discussed that. So the word dreidel derives from a German word meaning spinning top and is the toy used in a Hanukkah game adapted from an old German gambling game. Oh, okay. Um, Historically, Hanukkah was one of the first, was one of the few times of the year when rabbis permitted games of chance. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I get it now. So the four sides of the top bear four Hebrew letters, which is Nun, Gamel, A, and Shin. Players- we made dreidels when I was in elementary school, like out of paper. I think I vaguely remember doing that as well before I went to yeah. uh, Christian And then we pools. played it, but I do not remember the rules. Um... Well, I'm I'm going to give them to you a little bit. Um, so players begin by putting into a central pot or quote-unquote kitty a certain number of coins, foil-wrapped chocolate discs known as gelt, which would be the chocolates we talked about when I was doing the Tumblr yeah. post, um, nuts, buttons, or other small objects. Each player in turn spins the dreidel and proceeds as follows. So one of the sides has none, which is take nothing. So I guess okay. if it lands on that, you take nothing. Um, right. Then one of the sides is Gamel, which is you take everything. Um, oh, nice. Then one of the sides is Hey, which is take half. And then one of the sides is Shin, where, where you put one in. So. Oh, okay. Over time, the letters on the dreidel. Oh, that sounds really fun. Right? I yeah. I want to celebrate Hanukkah, but I can't because I'm not Jewish. Um, <laughs> this is what I was thinking of. Um. One of the other Jewish customs that I know of is, um, is it Sabbat? Sabbat. Maybe? On, um, on Fridays? Where you, like, have family night on Fridays. Hmm. And I think I learned from it from, um, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. They do that. They observe that every Friday with their kids. Oh. And they, like, everyone goes around and, like, says either something, it's either you say something good or you say something that you want to work on, like, for the week. Like, kind of, like, setting an intention for the next week. Yeah. Something you struggled with or something like that. And it's like just like good conversation, like real conversation around like a good meal Aww. on Fridays. And I was like, that is amazing. That is super family centric. That's really healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like me, like, I guess Ashton is like super religious. It's like they're both they're Jewish. And mm-hmm. so like uh, and um, obviously um, and he's like super religious and Mila is like not super religious and like he was trying to do way too much and she was like okay this is what we could do that's like a good compromise like this is a good thing that we can observe yeah (coughs) together that's like sorry i had something in my throat i was not coughing from covid (laughs) you're okay (coughs) um that's like really healthy and just like a really good family tradition Mm -hmm. and yeah I love that. I mean, I feel like we could observe that without calling it that and without appropriating. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I, um, I love it. I've always, like, loved the idea of, like, doing family game nights and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just not... Oh, yeah, we will do that in our family. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of not in my family to do that. We're very... What? Uh, we're very, like, solitary. I guess I should. Oh, is how you're you loners. Put that. Yeah, like we all come home and like stay in different rooms. <laughs> and I mean, fair. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what a lot of families do. That's why you have family game night <laughs> to to combat that. Well, see, we don't do that, <laughs> right? Ever. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I'd that's like to like do that in the future. With your own family, yeah, yeah. your own family in the future. So, um, break the, break the cycle, Kay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
so over time, the letters on the dreidel were reinterpreted to stand for the first letter of each word in the Hebrew statement, Nice Gadol Haya Sham. Uh, I'm trying really hard. I don't know if that's how you say it, but uh, that means a great miracle happened there and refers to the defeat of the Syrian army and the rededication of the temple. In Israel, one letter on the dreidel differs from those used in the rest of the world. The shin has been replaced with a pei, transforming the Hebrew statement into Nesgadol Hayapo, which means a great miracle happened here. That sounds the same. Is that not the same? Uh, the first one is what a great, a great miracle happened there, and in Israel, oh, it's sorry. a great miracle that happened here. That sounded exactly the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. I know. It's 11.30. Me too. Yes. So, um, there is some music that we've already talked about. Um, one is Mao's Zur, which is Rock of Ages. Uh, it's customarily sung after the lighting of the candles each night. And at other times throughout the holiday. It was composed in Europe in the 12th or 13th century. Um, Nito. They have one song called I Have a Little Dreidel. It's a modern day children's song frequently sung during the Festival of Lights. Other holiday favorites include Hanukkah, Oh Hanukkah, Sivivan, Sov, 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 which is a Hebrew mm-hmm. folk song. Nailed it. Uh, yeah, sure did. Uh, Light One Candle, written by Peter Yarrow, and The Latke Song by Debbie Friedman, the renowned Jewish singer. The song? Yeah. That sounds like my kind of song. (laughs) Um, So, Latkes and Sufganiyol, which which are foods cooked in oil. Those are those... um, Jelly-filled donuts. Yeah, those were those jelly donuts I was talking about. Yeah. That sound incredible. Right. I love jelly donuts. Um, so also popular are bim- bimuelos, which are fried dough puffs, um, North African yeast donuts. I'm not even going to try to say what that is. I, I don't want to butcher it Yum. too much. And kiftis de process, which are fried leek patties. Also sounds awesome. Yeah. All of this is, I'm like down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I just hit my mic. I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> So, okay, so preparing for the holiday. So to prepare for to celebrate Hanukkah at home, um, a Jewish person will need candles and a Hanukkah menorah with a nine candle holders. Um, let's see here. So why is it nine if it was eight days? That's my question. I well, guess you use the ninth one to light the other ones. Yeah. That's, that's why they do nine. That's why. Um, I just answered my own question. (laughs) (laughs) So many families like to exchange gifts during Hanukkah, and some families also use the opportunity to give charitable gifts. Uh, Designating the sixth evening as Nereshel Tzedekah, which is the candle of righteousness, uh, offers an opportunity to learn about poverty or other social justice issues and to make a donation or engage in other activities related to a cause that is important to you and your family. Wow, look at that. Right? We brought it full circle without even doing it on purpose. <laughs> um, and then they talk a little bit about the blessings, which if you're interested in the blessings, reformjudaism.org has a great article on all the blessings that they do. Um, and yeah, that's 
really all that I had. I just wanted to like go into the customs and rituals because those always fascinate me so much. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that was great. Thanks. It's a little bit shorter, but of course, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. We're obviously recording this before Christmas, but not too long before Christmas. Um, Not too far. No. um, We're trying to get a few in the bank because I am buying a house. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to ask, what's bringing you joy? (laughs) Um, I'm buying a house. Yeah. That's what's bringing me joy. We're about to move out of the shoebox that we live in into an actual house. (laughs) That's the size of a house. (laughs) It's a Christmas miracle. It is. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> I am, um, let's see, I am getting back into sewing. Uh, very excited about that. I've, I've already talked about that. I'm doing some painting, which has been fun. Um, there was something else that, oh, obviously the semester is over for me officially today. Which has been fan fucking tastic. If you heard Speaking of miracles, if you can hear my dog walking in the background, it's because he's not listening. <laughs> Sorry. If you heard last Friday's episode where I sounded like I was stroking out, that's because finals fried my fucking brain. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Everyone understands. Yeah. Twenty twenty has fried everyone's brain. It so. really has. I've I've been in isolation too long. Yes, we all have. <laughs> Josh and I realized that yesterday when we um, had a couple of friends over um, who had been careful, by the way, and, you know, we were very safe, but we had a couple of friends over and we were both, like, sharing inside jokes, mm-hmm. and they were just looking at us like we were crazy, and I was like, I'm so sorry, we have been alone for far too long. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I feel that so much. Oh, it's just so, it's just a lot. We've just, like, been talking to only each other for, <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> oh. oh, goodness. Are right, you ready for a game? Yeah. Okay, so this is our game uh, by Drunk Sunder Stupid called If You Had To. Um, is it my turn to go first? Yes. Okay, I thought so. Okay, so if you had to, would you have Paris Hilton narrate your life? I pick that. Me too. Or, <laughs> what's yours? Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I feel dirty. Um, <laughs> the Dalai Lama gives you life advice while you give him an erotic sponge bath. <laughs> oh, no. I pick Paris Hilton. That would Paris be hilarious. <laughs> I would love for Paris Hilton to narrate my life. She would be so over it. (laughs) And it would be amazing. Yes. Oh, goodness. Well, happy holidays, everybody. We really hope you have a safe holiday. I hope that you uh, at least get together with your family online if you can. Yeah. Um, If you're able to get together, please do it safely. Um, No, you know... Try not to have 30 people together, not because the disease manifests when th- more than 10 people are in a room, but because you just up your chances of someone being irresponsible. So yeah. just be mindful. Um, you know, keep your keep your old older loved ones safe and <sighs> try to 
I know that this can be a really isolating time of year for a lot of people anyway, so it's going to be really important that we do our best to reach out to each other and be there in some way, Uh, whether it's leaving a gift on someone's front porch or, you know, sending a card, getting, doing a Zoom call, whatever it is. It's just, it's important to make people, make sure everyone's feeling loved at this time of year, so. I'm doing a very tiny Yule celebration with two friends. We're gonna... Fun! Uh, exchange homemade gifts and watch movies. Homemade gifts are the best. Yeah. They really are. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's going to be pretty chill for everybody this year. No travel, no big travels or anything like that. Definitely not for me. We're not, our, our, our my Christmas with my grandparents in Indiana was canceled, so. Oh. It's just going to be Christmas with the family, with, with Josh's family and Christmas with my family and our Christmas together in our new house. So, <laughs> which we're not moving. We're just Gonna having get, Christmas oh, that day yeah, <laughs> at the house. Oh, no, you're okay. Uh, we're just having Christmas morning there. Um, but, yeah. That'll it's be, be so fun. sweet. That'll be good for, like, yeah. pictures. Yeah. It'll be fun. So, okay. uh, happy holidays. We love you guys. And remember, you are not a monster. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Talk Crooked. Music is by Gisla Niebach. Check out our website, talkcrooked.wixsite.com slash podcast for sources and visual aids, as well as resources to get involved. To keep up with our nonsense and stay up to date on all things crooked, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook at Talk Crooked. To keep the shots coming, access ex- exclusive bonus content, get a free poster, and a shout out on air, head on over to our Patreon. All links can be found on our website. You can listen to us basically anywhere you get your podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you have interesting stories relating to our content, please send them to talkcrooked at gmail.com for a chance to be featured on the show. For business inquiries or sponsorships, please email us at carryandkbusiness at gmail.com. See you next time.